Welcome, horror fans, and thank you for downloading the horror show. Sit back while your hosts, Sean and Joe, take you back in time to review your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies from yesteryear with their own twisted comedic view Your hosts will remind you why you loved or hated those classic horror movies and other horror-related events. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you to The Horror Show! To the horror show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm your co-host Sean. I'm Joe. Joe, I am so so excited for Valentine's Day. I have got my card. I've got my chocolates here, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait to give my Valentine the all these gifts. I can't wait to see the look on her face. Dude, I know. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be so fucking happy when she gets my gifts. Uh, uh, excuse me? Yeah. Wait. Uh, you said Jamie Lee Curtis is your Valentine's Day this I, year? I did. Well, no, I mean, I, 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 I understand. What, no, she's a great. I mean, she's great. She's great. She's great. But I, I kind of told you a few weeks ago she's going to be my Valentine. Well, I know. Okay. All right. Well, all right. So, okay. No, I mean, I totally respect that. I I mean, we can both, we'll let her choose. We're expecting her any minute now. She should be here. We'll just sit here. We'll wait. We'll present our gifts and we'll see who she chooses. Fair enough. I think, I mean, this kind of puts me in a bind, but (laughs) I I feel, we'll, we'll just let her choose. You know what? In the meantime, though, why don't we talk about why don't we talk about why we like her so much? Oh, sounds good to me. All right. All right. So we're going to talk about the love of our life, the love of our horror movie lives, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. We, the original the, Scream Queen. I agree. I'm 100% with you. Fuck her mom. <laughs> Fuck her mom. <laughs> Fuck her mom. Not, not even in the sexual way. Oh. Screw, well, <laughs> screw her. Oh, that still works. Damn it. Why are all these words used for sexual intercourse also? <laughs> I don't know. It's Valentine's uh, Day. Go pound sand. Destroy her mom. <laughs> destroy her mom. Uh, yeah, we're really excited to talk about this. We we came up with the idea to honor one leading female from horror movies every year for Valentine's Day, and we're going to talk about why the, they're 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 a horror queen. And I I I went back and forth on who we should do. 
for the first for the first year. I I didn't want to I didn't want to you know I felt like Jamie Lee Curtis is so good. I almost wanted to save her, but you can't. I know, and then at the same time, you're like, man, it's such an obvious choice, but how can you skip over it? Who who else would it be? Who else would be your first one? You know what I mean? It, it just doesn't there, make any there, sense there at no all. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So let's talk about some of the movies Jamie Lee has been in. We're we're gonna hit them all. We watched every single horror movie she's been in. We did, and we are going to I talk. Did. I, guys, I skipped out on one. If you had to take a guess, you'd probably guess right. I, I, no, because nobody knows about this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'd be like, what? No one's seen it. Uh, except Joe now. Yeah. Joe has seen it. So, but and Quentin Tarantino. It, it, and Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain it later. Okay. So um, we're going to start out talking about... We had a we we had a discussion about how we should start this off because there's just so many ways to go about it, but I don't think chronologically is the best way. Uh, I mean, really, after eighty and eighty one, she stopped. So it's not so much of a. A lot of these are made in the same year. Um, dude, she was busy as shit in the early eighties. Dude, crazy busy. Um, let's talk about the Halloween movies first. Let's yeah. start where where she started. You got Halloween. 1978. Original. 1978. Where it all began. Uh, what an amazing start to your goddamn career. <laughs> I'll say so. Like, wh- are you, what? What? Like, oh, my first movie? Oh, yeah, it was just this little little film called Halloween. A fucking groundbreaking classic. So good. And she is amazing. And I rewatched it this week. I, re- I rewatched, yeah, that and the second one. Everything else I had not seen prior. Had you seen anything else prior? Of her movies? Yeah. I've, I've, I've oh, seen, you've seen most of them. Most of them. Yeah. Except and, for the one that we weren't naming before. And, and except for the ones that were in basically pitch black. So just to, <laughs> just to riddle off, I mean, what a resume in such a short amount of time. You had Halloween in 1978. Yep. The Fog, 1980. Prom Night, 1980. Terror Train, 1980. Road Games, 1981, Halloween 2, 1981, and then the next one we see is 98 and 2002. Yeah, both Halloween movies. Which I don't (laughs) want to bring up. But Halloween 1978, what a great movie. I I mean, she, for your first movie, can you even believe, like, to comprehend her performance in that? I mean, she's so natural in it. She is, and it's no secret. Halloween is my favorite horror movie ever, and it's in my top three favorite movies. Rewatching ever. it again, you just appreciate it. She's such oh, a you strong it a little more every time. Yeah, she's such a strong character in female lead, and, and in a time where I feel like, well, actually, I mean, that kind of predates even all the slasher flicks where girls were portrayed as stupid sluts and oh yeah, these horrible portrayals of women in horror. Which is crazy because she did it first and she did it the best. Why yeah. did they? Why were they like? You know what people want to see? Ones that are terrible and die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't want to see. No, 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 no. She got it wrong. Even though we're all basing our movies off of their movie. <laughs> Fuck it. No, we'll just kill them all. We'll slaughter them all. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it either. Makes no sense. Uh, she was toe to toe with the boogeyman. Straight goddamn up, goddamn boogeyman. Straight up, like almost no fear. I mean. No, there's, to, there's fear. <laughs> there's fear. But in a sense, like, 
not 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 backing down. Yeah. She's terrified. Not taking off her clothes and screaming. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hiding Whoa! in a corner. Yeah. Uh, amazing. When she says sleep tight kids, it's like she's going to war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, you're right. When she says that, man, I was like empowered. I was empowered. I can't even imagine a girl. Like, if I had a daughter, I'd be like, sit your ass down. You're going to watch this. You do this. You <laughs> fuck people up. Somebody yeah. enters the house, stab them with a knife. I don't give a shit. Stab them with a crochet needle or whatever she ends up stabbing <laughs> them with. Badass. So badass. Lori Stroud, great character all around. Yep. All around. 100%. I don't even want to get into that movie because everyone should Everyone's have seen, seen it. it. Go yeah. see it. If you haven't seen the original Halloween, the fuck are you doing with your life? Uh, Halloween 2, the follow-up. Two years later. A solid follow-up. Um, I think this still pre... Does this predate Friday the 13th? No, Friday the 13th was 80. 80, and then this... Oh, yeah, right. This is 81. 81. You can kind of see the effects of Friday the 13th in it. Now, here's something I didn't realize. So, funny enough, I think I've seen two more than I've seen the original as a kid. <laughs> I don't know why. I couldn't explain to you why. But I've, I remember every scene of that like crazy. I don't know why. I don't know what it was. Hey, I always thought it was a pretty worthy sequel. It was a great sequel. And what's, what I thought was hilarious, which I didn't ever realize, was they wrapped that movie up. Yeah, because... That movie is tied up with a bow at the end. There is no... Which is why Halloween 3 doesn't have Myers. There is no Michael Myers winking. (laughs) There's no Michael Myers, like, winking at the camera, eyes shooting open. That's the end. That's it. That's the end of Michael Myers. They play uh, Mr. Sandman at the end, and it is a great ending. Yep. Love that. I I love that it picks up right away, too. My only problem with it was they reshot the end of the first Halloween. Did you notice that? I did. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a little anticlimactic, the original one. They didn't have the budget to, like, throw this guy off the roof. Right. So it's kind of like this weird stumble <laughs> cut. He's poking the eye and stumbles back. Yeah, I'm like, oh. And in the, in, in the second one, they, they've reshot it to this, like, whoa. And he goes, like, flying yeah. off the balcony. <laughs> To ensure he's dead. In the in the original, he kind of just falls off to the point. But it made kind of more sense. It kind of made a little bit more sense. Uh, which which Michael Myers is scarier, the first one or the second one? First one. I agree. I agree. I did like, though, I, I, man, I just love that he was wounded to start the second one. I, I love yeah. that continuity. I kind of love that, that he was like hurt and he was like kind of stumbling around. Man, Halloween is kind of unfair. You brought up to me like last week <laughs> that you didn't remember, you didn't realize how much Michael Myers spends driving, driving in the car. first one. Oh my God, I because forgot about that. Thank as you. the movies, as the series went on, he's like walking like Jason. You know, he's just like a slow he walker. Took, he he's took, fucking cruising. He took Jason's, which is such a shame. Yeah. He was such a unique character in in the original and in the even in the second one. Well, maybe less in the second one. But in the original, he is... He's more of a serial killer than he's more of a character, more of a real human being than this than the boogeyman, so yeah. to speak. It ends with him kind of turning into the boogeyman, yeah. uh, getting up and walking you realize away. That he's but at the same time, he was else. kind of a beast. He was kind of like a built beast, a, which, a big dude. Yeah. Which I I really I, I like the Michael Meyer or the uh, Rob Zombie versions. I do. Mm. One of the reasons I do like him though is because of the way they portrayed his frame. Like his frame is yeah. enormous. <laughs> He's like a wrestler. 
But I think that was kind of a way for Rob Zombie to kind of explain the feats of strength that he had. Like in this one, it's not that it wasn't believable, but he's like lifting guys up by the neck. But he's not bigger than your average guy. Yeah. Um, so it was it was cool to see Rob Zombie make him enormous and make that a little more believable. And I think that was Rob Zombie kind of doing what the original did, which was make him more of a human yeah. than than a supernatural character like Jason or or something like that. Right. Um I'm pretty sure the name of the actor who played Myers in the second one was Dick Warlock, which I think is like the sweetest name ever. So Dick Warlock. <laughs> I'm gonna verify that. Dick Warlock <laughs> probably getting tons of poon on the on the horror circuit scene. Can we get Dick Warlock on this show? Uh, somebody give D- Dick D- Warlock my number. No, don't don't give him my you number. Can, Dick, <laughs> send, me, send me a tweet. Me. He'll be bugging me for money all the time. Uh, sorry, Dick. Um, yeah, no the <laughs> the. The the funniest thing though was rewatching that first one for the first time in over ten years, and seeing Michael Myers driving around for the first half of the movie, not getting out of. Hey, work smart, not hard, right? I mean, he, why walk around when you can fucking drive around and stalk <laughs> these kids? Like it was amazing. It was so perfect. It was such an integral part of the movie too that he drove around, and I think I think people either overlook it or just don't think about it right enough. Uh, really cool though. I I I love I I love the Halloween movies. Up until so going back to our our Valentine. Two. Oh oh, how's this for a segue? Do you know who directed the second Halloween? No. Some guy named Rick Rosenthal. Do you know what else he directed? No. The name sounds familiar, but Halloween Resurrection. No. Yeah, he directed the second and resurrection. Oh, that actually makes me not happy. Okay, so <laughs> here's what I'll tell you why that makes me not happy. So let's talk about H2O. He directed H2O also? No. Oh, he did resurrection. Just did resurrection. Such as disappointing. So <laughs> let's start with H2O. Okay, that was directed by Steve Miner, who has Friday the 13th Part 2, Friday the 13th Part 3, House, and Lake Placid under his belt. Okay, well... They okay. fucked everything all up with H2O. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 1981 was Halloween 2. Yep. It, boy. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> we don't see Laurie again until 1998. And that's Halloween H2O. Yes. Which, by the way, completely forgets about every other Halloween movie after Halloween 2. Boy, you know, <laughs> this movie, <laughs> guys, uh, this movie, I actually don't mind H2O. Do, I mean, oh boy, how do I say this? As a movie, <laughs> let's pretend Halloween and Halloween 2 are just separate. So, <laughs> so I saw H2O in the theaters oh, and I was so pumped that Jamie Lee Curtis was back. And even well, everyone was. I mean, they were hyping it up. It was on TRL probably every day. <laughs> and even watching it this week again, I was like, you know what? This is sweet that Jamie Lee Curtis is back. It was cool. Back in the right? same role. She's all grown up now, coming back. <laughs> well, you just said it. it was cool. It was not cool, but like the well, theory behind it. The theory it behind was it was cool. Yeah, a good sorry. Idea. <laughs> Please, everyone, excuse me. I'm like, I don't even know how many beers in. <laughs> Enough. But yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is back. 
Much older. She has a son. A lot older. Josh she's, Hartnett. She's got her signature. What do you short call haircut? That? Short haircut yeah. that she's now lived on forever. Yeah. Well, I wonder what movie debuted that haircut. Was it True Lies? Was it? It, it might have been. Might have been. But why? she's why? Stuck. she was she's such a babe. With, yeah. She was. Yeah, she was. Uh, oh, we we should bring up. Remind me. We should decide which one, which one of these movies we thought she was the most attractive in. It's Halloween, followed by Terror Train. You're wrong on both. <laughs> you are 100 percent wrong on both. Uh, Is it the fog? Nope. Uh, what the? What did, I, did I disagree? Um, okay. Well, is it Resurrection? <laughs> maybe we'll get to that. Uh, so Halloween H2O, 1998. It's 20 years later. <sighs> Boy, so many problems I had with this movie. <laughs> Uh, jeez. I think my biggest problem, though... No, they're all pretty big problems. <laughs> the movie was not great. The concept was not great. <laughs> the opening scene was great. Yep. Did you like that? I, I loved that. I Besides the cops showing up a day later. Uh, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I know. That was weird. Uh, so we opened Joseph, up this... <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, we're not going to go through all this movie, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt opens up the movie young as shit. Funny to see him as a kid. Uh, but he's like, him and his neighbors, his, her, his neighbor comes home, the house is empty. She worked with uh, Donald Pleasant's character, Dr. Right. Loomis, in the original. Yep. So she's all freaked out because the house clearly had been broken into. She calls the cops. She calls the cops. It's, it's quitting time. So, you know, four or five o'clock <laughs> p.m. Justin Gordon-Levitt goes in, checks it out. It's all clear. She goes in. She proceeds to be murdered and yep. chased around by Michael Myers, who's back, who's back, trying to get the files on Laurie Stroud from her. Uh, he ends up killing both kids. One with a, a hockey skate. One with a hockey skate. Pretty sweet. You know, I was just about to make fun of it because the bodies were propped up in such a way that the woman was going to find them. Like she spins the chair around and he's got a skate in his face and she opens the door and the other dead kid falls in. I was about to make fun of that. And I realized in the original, when Jamie Lee Curtis goes into the bedroom, they're all propped up in positions, much cooler positions, but more realistic (laughs) positions, not leaning it on the back door and being like, I know she'll open the back door. (laughs) Uh, But so I can't really rip on that, but it was a great opening scene. I thought, I was kind of pumped after seeing the opening scene. Not bad. Not I, bad. I was okay. Promising. With it. I was okay. And then we get into the Lori Stroud character, where she is now. She's like a. Mis- you pronounce it Stroud? I always Strode? said Strode. Yeah. Strode. I'm an ignorant, giant <laughs> dumbass, so it doesn't matter. It's probably Strode. And they've probably said it a million times in the movies, and <laughs> I'm still refusing it. Uh, so Lori Strode, fancy, is is now the head mistress at a private boarding school, sort of. Yeah. Or maybe just a private school. Makes no sense. Horror movies in 98 to 2001 are so goddamn bad. That was a bad stretch for... And this one is no exception. They all took the Scream route. They all tried to be... Scream did this brilliant presentation of... Not mocking, but almost paying homage to old movies while also kind of laughing at the fact of how silly they can be sometimes. Exactly. 
and built that into a horror movie and made it perfect. Yeah. Uh, this every movie during this time period after Scream just insulted your intelligence <laughs> by trying to attempt similar things, but not even trying. It felt like they weren't even trying. It was just kids that were like, these kids, we open up with Josh Harnett who plays her son and he is just, they're like, man, everyone's going to a field trip. Time to have a fucking orgy. <laughs> and it's not ironic. I know. It's not ironic. I know. And then you're just like, this doesn't, why, why is this happening? It's, why yeah. is this happening? It's it's actually unbelievable when it you watch hurts. it. Yeah. It hurts you. It because hurts your heart. Scream is saying those things because it's being ironic. Because it's, it's being ironic. Exactly. And these movies, there's, there's no irony yeah, in it none. at all. Like this is like a plot. Point. This is yeah. Like, they're just we're such horny teens. Yeah. And there's a scene that drove me so it pissed me off so bad. Laurie Strode, the headmistress, who's changed her name and relocated, which I'll get into in two seconds, is giving a speech. They're, the the whole school's going on a field trip except four kids. Go figure. And she's like, okay, kids, now I don't want any musical sleeping bags. The whole the whole school, boo! <laughs> and no drinking, boo! And I'm like, what school is this? Like, where you're, everyone is basically admitting we're getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. And then she even says, and no drugs. And they did tame the booze down a bit, but they were still out. It was, boo! <laughs> and you're just like, what school is this? All these kids should have been expelled on site. <laughs> what? Real trip is canceled. Yeah, what? Are you serious? <laughs> Oh, no, don't worry. You guys are booing. I trust you, though. <laughs> you guys are so pissed about these normal rules. No, it's fine. You guys go off on your own. Do your own thing. Uh, my biggest problem, though, which I think I started 10 minutes ago, was <laughs> the fact that there's the whole story is she's relocated, changed her name, taken a job, trying to overcome this whole Michael Myers thing, <laughs> yet, yet not discreet about this at all. Telling everyone. The son is telling everyone. It pisses me off that the son's like, Mom, get over your psychotic brother. <laughs> what? He tried to kill her twice. <laughs> horribly. Viciously and murdered all her friends. all her friends. <laughs> in, in front, front of, of her. her. <laughs> and her Most traumatic yeah. experience. And like in the opening scene when he's like first consoling her because she's having like a night terror about him. You're like, oh, okay. This is... You almost think he doesn't know... He's just like, oh, mom, you had one of those terrible dreams again that you have. But no, he knows. You, your stupid psycho brother, get over it. And the worst like, part about what? that, though, is that's actually probably what a piece of shit teenager would actually say to their mother. Come on, mom, this only happened 10 years mom, ago. Mom, it was like 20 years ago. Are you fucking serious? No, it all asshole teenagers. Who gives a shit? Your brother killed everybody in the town. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, mom. Deal with it. <laughs> Build a bridge and get over it. Uh... So bad. But you want to blame just that one character for ruining that concept. But then <laughs> Lori is talking to this guy she's banging. And he's like, yeah, I've got some skeletons in my closet. And he's like, oh, yeah, like what? And she's like, well, uh, I'm Lori Strode. My brother's Michael Myers. He kills people. And, you know. And he's like, what? And like, what? Why are you just telling everyone? Why is everyone knowing? Like, why are you? I know. Why change your name? You went 20 years and now you're just blurting it all out. <laughs> Michael Myers did not have to break into this woman's house to find you. He could have <laughs> just walked around and somebody would have been like, hey, that crazy bitch changed her name. She lives up at the fucking school. She tells everyone about it. <laughs> the son rats her out to everyone. 
Um, my other problem. I mean, there were so many problems. LL Cool J. Actually, I I liked LL Cool J. No, you didn't. Uh, Joe, there were so many other problems. I can't pick apart LL Cool J when when Josh Harnett brings his girlfriend to his basement and there's candles set up. <laughs> but of course, this is, takes place on Halloween. You have to, of course, know that. Uh, brings her downstairs. There's candles everywhere, and she's like. All of this for me? He's like, well, I've never celebrated Halloween before. <laughs> a romantic dinner is how you celebrate? <laughs> what? That doesn't even make sense. Like, I've never celebrated Halloween before. I just want to get it. I just want to try it once. <laughs> this is not celebrating Halloween. <laughs> Fucking in a basement full of candles is never how anyone is like, that's Halloween. <laughs> Describe <laughs> Halloween in one sentence. None of that comes up. None of that comes up. <laughs> I can't pick apart LL Cool J's awesome, weird... Right air. <laughs> aspiring aspiring, to be aspiring a writer. erotic writer. <laughs> but can we pick apart when he gets fucking shot? <laughs> yeah, you can pick that apart because it made no fucking sense. So first of all, <laughs> Laurie Strode's boy toy. Michael Myers comes back. He thinks he's shooting Mike Myers. He's the worst shot I've ever seen in my entire life. He's firing rounds off from a six-shooter. You shouldn't believe that he's a good shot, though, because he's a nerd, right? So make him shoot. This is my biggest problem with this scene. So you, he's shooting. At first, I thought he missed. Well, yeah. Which makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's And believable, right? Because yeah. he's a nerd. He's just a teacher. Right. He's a little teacher. He's kind of a pipsqueak. And he fires a gun. He doesn't know how to fire a gun. It's great that he misses. However, he then goes up to LO Cool J and there's blood He fucking out of smokes his... LO Cool J. Blood. LO pouring... Cool J is dead as shit. How much blood is on the <laughs> ground? It's not even like a little blood. LO Cool J is so fucking dead. And, then, and then later on, LO Cool J is not dead. Yeah. He saves the day. Just... And then he has a bandage. Like, where's the bandage? It's like over, it's, his, over his head. Over it's over his, his head. It's yeah. over his head. Yeah. It's just wrapped over his head. But he's totally conscious. He's not being looked at by EMTs or anything. He's walking around talking about a new fucking idea he has for a script. Listen, you might Which, wa- You just got fucking oh, shot yeah, like yeah. 20 he's times. He's talking to his wife. He's like, I've got the best idea for my next novel. Go to the fucking <laughs> hospital, LL. You have bullets in your body. And it was so racist. His, it, the portrayal of him and his girlfriend. More his girlfriend was so racist. But, but, but. <laughs> Yeah, the bandage. I've used more gauze when I like get a paper yeah. cut than he had on his head from a gunshot. There was so much blood. Even if it was shrap, there was blood everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. That was my biggest problem with that. Like you could have, you could have just not shown that, and then be like, "Oh my god, we killed him." Yeah. Oh, it turns out you actually missed every bullet because you're an idiot, and he actually lived. He just fell down and was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah. Guys trying to kill Playing me. Dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no. No, no. He bled. Bled like a pig, and that's it. Terrible movie, but Jamie Lee... Can we talk about the end real quick? Sure. Oh, yeah. So, so Michael Myers is being taken away in an ambulance. Jamie Lee Curtis steals the ambulance, drives away in it. It crashes. Mike Myers is pinned between a tree. Jamie Lee Curtis chops his fucking... Head off, right? Clearly yeah. decapitates him. Mm-hmm. There's no blood either, by the way. I mean, it's like <laughs> he like puts his hand out. You know, when people like <laughs> oh, <laughs> like behind a prison wall, puts his hand out, and they yeah. have like a moment. Like it, a it was almost a like a weird brother sister yeah. thing, and yeah, and she, she cuts his head off. You know, she's 
the winner of the whole situation. End of the series, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So, he, <laughs> oh boy. I had a lot of problems. Just, But Jamie Lee was really good in the movie. Do you agree with that? I thought she was great. I think there was a terrible story written around her. I'll agree with that. She definitely lived, like, you could tell she was excited to be reliving the role. I Yeah, you, that's exactly what I felt, too. You can you could almost feel the excitement. She was, like, in. Yeah. She was in 100% on that. And we you listen to these other podcasts, like, How Did This Get Made? And some of these other movie podcasts. And you realize how much goes on after you shoot this movie. Or how much goes on when you get to the set. How much is promised to you before the movie starts, and then you get to the set, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is not what I signed up for. And uh, I think she did a great job the whole movie, and maybe something happened afterwards where it was just a pile of shit. Well, oh, yeah, no, we do know something happened that afterwards that was a pile of shit. The CGI'd mask. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was awful. They, they not only changed Mike Myers' mask from the William Shatner. And like 10 times during the course of this movie. <laughs> yeah, and then they, at one point they CGI the mask onto him. Why you would do that, I, I can't think of a single explanation for it. It's a fucking mask. Just have him wear the fucking wear mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> it worked every other movie up it's until funny. now. Every other movie. Like I just don't understand why somebody in the editing room was like, we got to CGI this mask just on this scene. Not the whole movie. Just that probably scene. cost more than the rest of the movie. I, I don't understand. It's wild. But yeah, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee gets some Jamie love. Jamie Lee brings it, I feel she like. Some love I, I, I liked it. And seeing just an older Laurie Strode was, was fun. Just bringing her back. You know, a pretty bad movie, but not a not God, unwatchable. awful, right. unwatchable movie. Yeah, not unwatchable. Yes, it's on the it's on the ver- edge though. <laughs> it's on the it's the lower end. Right, now I'm ball, thinking but... about it. It's pretty low. Uh, which brings us to resurrection. Which brings us to the end of the total. Which ball. I watched 12 minutes of and then turned off. I watched the entire thing God. for you guys. <laughs> here's my notes. Uh, here's my notes on this one. Uh, Buster Rhymes, damn it. Tyra Banks, double damn it. How do you start off a movie with those two names on the? <laughs> uh, on the board, yeah, I, Buster, I know you stopped twelve minutes in. Buster Rhymes spends the entire movie. Well, I guess just being Buster Rhymes because you know he's Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes is actually a cartoon character. That's, that's, that's in real life. I mean, he's just the most animated human yeah, being I've ever yeah, seen. His music videos were more of a horror movie than his. <laughs> but not only does he spend the time acting like a real life cartoon character, he spends the entire movie like narrating. His actions to himself. Like he'll be watching TV and somebody's knocking on the door. Like, oh, who's knocking on my door? Make me interrupt this movie. Don't they? He's just like explaining, like, like we don't need that. Like, do you think that's the writer, or do you think that like Buster Rhymes was like, Dude, I got this, I got this. He, I don't know, because he the one scene where he knocks on the door, he's talking about. First of all, he's sitting watching some kung fu flick, and he's just talking about how much he likes. Sounds Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I love this kung fu flick. If you get in this, he's like narrating the kung fu. Like, we know you're watching it, Buster. You don't need to tell me as the viewer. It's like the first time, like. Like, I, I was like insulted that, that he's telling me what I'm watching. And then as he walks to the door, instead of just going to the door, he's explaining what's happening in that scene. He's like, I was just watching this movie. And now I'm walking to the door and I'm being interrupted. Like, why are you doing this? I know. I'm watching you do it. You don't need to tell me. I'm so annoying. Dude, dude I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. Viewers, if you. Is this, if this is your first time listening, Joe has really never 
shit on the dynamics, the, the, <laughs> the structure of a movie. He's always been... I've always had to be the one that does it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I never noticed that. He's always very good about that. So for him to do this is amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Uh, I mean, this was a piece of garbage. And I only watched 12 minutes of it. We see Jamie Lee for 12 minutes of the movie. Spoiler alert. So so Michael Myers' fucking head is cut off in H2O. Oh, my God. But he's back. And they explain it in such a lazy-ass way. Like... Oh, he switched. He switched himself. He put his mask on one of the EMTs and tied him up, and then he escaped and he walked away in the EMT outfit. So it was really just an EMT in the stretcher that Jamie Lee Curtis traps behind a tree, and then they have a moment, which I know the guy's trapped, but why isn't the guy being like, "Fucking help me! I'm not like get this mask off." Michael Myers crushed his larynx. Is that what happened? I missed that part. Yeah, crushed crushed his larynx. Okay, so they did explain it. But okay, all right. So here's. But he has hands. Pull the mask off your head. Oh, yeah. His hands were free. That's CGI'd. <laughs> so here was my biggest problem. I actually kind of, when they were explaining that whole background, I was like, okay, that's pretty creative to come up with that. <sighs> Almost to the point where I was like, did they make that ending like that on purpose? But then here was my biggest problem. Well, first of all, this movie just starts out like shot out of a gun. <laughs> Jamie Lee's in a mental, mental institution, yeah. but she's already seen, Michael Myers is already there, like staring her down from the window. It's so weird. But that was her hallucination. But not really, because he's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> right? No, I mean, I'm a hundred. You're a hundred percent right. Right? Like that. that you're was, right. You're right. It's weird. Now like, that you say that, like I'm still pretty sure that was a hallucination, but. I, but but he like, is there. We just gotta get her in there. <laughs> but he is there because in 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 H2O, that's what happened. She was oh, having. Like, she yeah. was having those visions of him, but it wasn't him. And then ultimately, finally, it actually was him that she saw. But it was a slow build. This one was like, all right, let's just do that in two scenes. Yeah. Like, and then they, then they throw in, like, again, they throw in some asshole to just like, this guy has a hard on for serial killers and he just like has a hard on for Mike that Myers. That's so and he, weird. And he's like explaining the Why whole was that vi- even in there? <laughs> again, this movie just insults your intelligence. He's just explaining the history of Mike Myers, which you should already know if you're watching <clears throat> How to yeah. Resurrection. He's just, he's just blabbering on everything Mike Myers did just to give like the viewer. Caught up, I guess. I don't, it it I don't, made no sense. I don't know why it made no me. sense. And, and really, to, let's just wrap this up because she was only <laughs> in it for twelve minutes, and she looked like crap. And I don't <laughs> want to say this on Valentine's Day, my date, but she looked like crap. I know she looked horrible, and I guess it was intentional. But I, I will give Jamie Lee some love for this, only because I read that she only agreed to be in this movie, and only agreed to be in it for twelve minutes because she was contract uh, contractually obligated mm-hmm. to star on one more so she worked it out that this is all she's going to do she's, she's going to be in it <laughs> and if she dies they can never like use laurie strode in another sequel oh that's awesome like her good version, for her. Her good, version yeah, of yeah, yeah good strode. for her good so. for her uh yeah my problems though again so they explain that ending where the guy was reaching out because technically he couldn't speak and somehow yeah. couldn't get his mask off <laughs> Uh, so he's reaching out almost like help me and then she decapitates him thinking it's michael myers being like i love you yeah but then this Michael Myers does the same thing because <laughs> he was watching or I, it, it made no sense, right? Uh, and then real quick, the whole rest of the movie takes place on a reality TV show run by Buster Rhymes uh, in Michael Myers' old house. And it's it's really abysmal. Um, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, my God. It cost $13 million to make this movie. Yeah. Do you know how much it made? A lot. 
Yeah. It was a hit. 37. <laughs> and this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't. They both were hits. They both were big yeah, hits. Were, but, I mean, if you're watching H2O and you're thinking to yourself, man, it doesn't get much worse than this, watch Resurrection and you, you will have a higher opinion. How about the weird cheap slow motion they used? In, in the hospital scene, <laughs> it was like made by, I don't know what the hell was going on here. And why did Michael Myers give his, <laughs> I don't even want, why are we digging into this? It was so bad. Why did he give his knife to that guy? Like as a present. Did I? He, Michael Myers killed everyone that stood in his way. Well, not, not everyone, but I mean, if you were, he would have killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Myers. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. He gave it to him like, yeah, what up? Fucking softy. What up, son? <laughs> Thanks yeah. for being a fan. Hey. Thanks for supporting the cause, brother. Moral of the story, Resurrections is a flaming pile of dog shit. Yeah. Guys, we are going to take a quick break, and we are going to come back with the rest of Jamie Lee's treasures from the 80s. We are done with the horrible, horrible 1998 and 2000s. <laughs> We're going to stick to our gems in the 80s, and we will be right back. Yeah. who was brave enough to see Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th and they will tell you they were terrified over and over and over and over. The 12th. The 13th. Friday the 13th. We dare you to see this film all over London and in the West End. Your fright day will be the day you're brave enough to see Friday the 13th. Certificates X. All right, guys, welcome back. We are still here. We're waiting on Jamie Lee still. I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> so I mean, she'll be here. She'll, she'll be, be here. here. I know. She's going to show. She's got to show. But you know what? Those Halloween movies were great. Well, no, no. two of them were. <laughs> two, two of them were. Two of them were good. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about some some other gems yes. from the 80s. Not a lot of people have seen, I don't think. Maybe. But prom night, uh, I don't know. I I think the mainstream probably hasn't seen them. I think a lot of horror heads have seen them. Yeah, I guess you're right. Let's we'll do these in chronological order. Let's do it. The fog, the best, so good. I love the fog. Not a huge fan of it, really. It, it, it's it's good though. It's disappointing a, it's a good to movie. me. I, I'm just I'm just. It's not a huge Jamie Lee movie. It's it, okay. It's not a huge Jamie. It's Lee weird movie. because it's set up for her to be. Like, you see her, she's like one of the first people you meet, kind of, and you're like, oh, this is going to be the main star, and she's not at all. There's just something about the whole feel of that movie, and you're right, she's not the star, but there's just something, like, it's just like a perfect, (laughs) Ghost Pirates, the fucking, I guess my thing is I don't really like Ghost Pirates, and... (laughs) I, I, did, that Gar, did that Garfield uh, Halloween special ruin it for I you? I was going to bring it up. Uh, so having seen probably Garfield's <laughs> pirate <laughs> horror adventure, Halloween adventure first, I was probably like, this is a cheap ripoff of Garfield. <laughs> well, this sucks. Uh, no, I just, the whole like ghost pirates looking for their gold, it just. See, I liked it. It doesn't drive me. Um, and that's not to say it wasn't good. Adrian Barbro. Babe. Such a babe. Yeah. She's on my list for possible next year. Okay. Swamp Thing. Yep. So I'm, good I'm okay in Swamp with it. Thing. Yep. So good in Swamp Thing. Uh, the Fog, though, it, it's a fun movie to watch. It, it's a great one, I think, for kids, too. 
Um, yeah, to, yeah. To, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. no, it Not is. Like young I mean, kids, it, but... the story's being narrated to kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how right. it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Uh, it, it's a cool movie. Uh, Jamie Lee. It's a John Carpenter flick. John Carpenter. Jamie Lee brings it in that, though, I think. I think Jamie as Lee much as she can prime. for her role. Yeah. Jamie Lee's in her prime now. Man, she's just a natural. Like, she's just kind of. She's She goes on. In a role like that where she's not the lead, she kind of goes unnoticed because she's just good. Whereas a girl in that position, that would be an awful actress. She'd be like, that stupid dumb yeah, dumb. That's, I'll agree with that. That's like reading lines off of a cue card. So in terms of hotness on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rank her in, in the original Halloween? We'll save this. We'll save it? Yeah. We'll go back to it? Yeah. Okay. Come, back to the, come back to the scale. Okay. Um, after Fog... 1980, we go to prom night, also 1980. Yep. So I want to I stick around the – I want to stick around prom night for a little bit. Uh, I just, I, I just want to say before, really before, before you talk about it, how you felt about it or anything in it, I've seen – I saw this movie my <laughs> for the first time my freshman year of college. And the copy that I had, they must have remastered this because Sean gave me this newer copy to watch this week. And – you know, it, it was normal a typical, yeah. normal, low-budget 80s movie. The The version that I saw in college looked like it was filmed. I don't even know how to describe it. I could not see anything. The movie was almost pitch black. And I remember at the end, my two buddies and I looked at each other. And we were like, what the hell just happened? But not because we were confused, because we couldn't see what just happened. It was so dark. It was like they forgot to pay a lighting. So this, the version, if anyone knows if they remastered this and released it, please let me know. They did because, remaster it. Oh, you do now? Yeah, okay. yeah, they remastered Cause it. Because I was uh, genuinely confused about, because I was like, <laughs> the whole time I watched it with my, fian- my fiance sitting next to me, I'm like, be prepared to be blown away at how fucking dark this movie is. And then it ended, and I was like, was I high? I mean, <laughs> uh, man, I like this. Uh, Jamie Lee plays Kim Hammond, a, I guess, run-of-the-mill kind of gal. Yep. Um, her sister dies in a accident with neighborhood kids who yep. who torture her out of a window essentially yeah teaser teaser out of a window teaser out of a window <laughs> despite the the sister was the one that like climbed up on a desk and pushed herself out of a window um <laughs> this and, is kind of a precursor to i know what you did last summer oh yeah big like, time. you know by like 30 years but big, uh, big time big time uh because essentially this killer has the list of all the kids that tortured the sister and he's and, letting them know that. Oh yeah, he he's letting them know. He's he's leaving them notes. He's leaving them signs. So many damn red herrings in this movie, though. <laughs> I mean, they really thought that they were. Bring- I mean, can we just start off that the movie is poorly made? Production it's value is not good. low. Yeah, it's not <laughs> very good. low. Acting low. They the budget. They is spent Jamie all their Lee. money getting Jamie Lee Curtis and Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, that's where everything went. Yes, and that was it. That and was it. I don't know why they spent money on Leslie Nielsen because he has. No part. Nothing no part. to contribute no, to this no movie. No part at all. Um, it's such a wild story. So this killer's coming back to, re- to, I guess, get revenge for a dead girl. And they're trying to pin this on anyone they can in the movie. The janitor, an escaped mol- child molester. A cop. A cop. They try to pin it on everyone. And the whole time... The bully. The whole the bully the whole time you're going well, 
I know it's not them, <laughs> but it's somebody somehow related to this girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like you know who the killer is at the end. When you see the killer in the end, you just go, oh, that it, makes sense. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's really weird because, like you said, there is all these red herrings, so it does kind of keep not you red getting... Like, do, like, like, it's, I don't know how to explain it. You're kind of like... It keeps you kind of guessing, as it should, because it's all red herrings, but then when it's revealed, you're kind of just like, yeah, yeah. I guess I did know that. I did know time. it was like, going to be this yeah. guy. Yeah, it, it's so weird. Uh, Jamie Lee is, I think, great in it, though. I think... I mean, maybe... Maybe it's just because who she's surrounded by, but I really liked her in this movie. I thought she was great. I did too. I did like her in it. Um, the disco dancing scene. Okay, so this movie came out in 1980. Disco was dead by 1978, 79? They, they say 78, I think, was the year disco died. And if there's anything we know about teenagers is that they're very topical. Like, mm-hmm. they're not, if something has been declared dead, that's not what their problem's going to be like. I have an argument for you here. Okay. I thought the same thing at first. I was like, Disco was dead, I think, by this time. They're in Canada. Ah, is it? Canada's like... Wait, is it really? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know it took place in Canada. How did I miss that? I don't know if it took place in Canada. Oh, they filmed it in Canada. It's a Canadian movie. And made by Canadians. And, you know, they're they're a little behind on... (laughs) On the Times, I think. Alienating all our Canadian listeners. I think they were. I think... I'm sorry, Canadians. But admit it. During this time period, <laughs> during this time period, you were a hair behind the rest of the country. That's not a problem. But you, disco was probably just starting to boom in Canada. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. They were getting down. They were boogieing still. Boogie. How about our girls' uh, dance moves? So good. <laughs> so damn good. She was bringing it. <laughs> bringing it so good. Uh, great movie though. No. Uh, no. I'm sorry. Enjoyable yeah. movie. Enjoyable. So this is ooh, my boy, puberty. Uh, this is the kind of movie where watching it, I was. I, this might sound weird. Hopefully, other people can relate to this. Watching it, I was like, I don't know if I like this. And then when it ended, and like I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I I did. I did like that. You're watching it, and you're just like, this isn't a good movie. This is not a good movie. <laughs> but then it ends, and you're like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it answered all my questions. It, I had some fun. It could have been way worse. I had some fun times. Yeah, there were some worse. good kills. Good kills. That killer. All right. The one one thing I have to say about prom night. Oh my god. Is yes. that killer? I, know. <laughs> I said this to Sean the other day after I watched it. I think I said it's like they hired an actor. A different studio hired an actor for like a slapstick movie, and he just stumbled upon this set because he was just hopping around like Dude, a fucking stupid. He was like the most animated killer I've ever seen. Like, I wish I could. Set- he sucks at killing. His <laughs> knees were coming up so high when he was like hopping around. Like it was, yeah. it was so animated. It was like the a most Benny anim- Hill character. <laughs> yeah, it was all so yakety sax to play every time. He it comes. was so silly. It was so he was the silliest killer of all time. <laughs> I would not have mind if that guy killed me. I'd be like, oh, that's funny. Boom, dead. <laughs> all right, whatever. Uh, Great movie and leads into another Canadian movie that was made. In this 19- was Canadian too. Yeah. What? And and the the stories are so similar that I was like, I was almost like she probably just lived in Canada that year. <laughs> probably said, I, fuck I, it. They were really similar. I did try to look up on it, and she filmed them simultaneously. She and more dis- like- and more disco, by the way. <laughs> yeah, way more disco. She would go from one set to the other. You looked that up? Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. She was probably like, I, 
Well, I'll say Prom Night was the worst movie because Terror Train is next, right? Terror Train is what we're talking about. Prom Night is the worst made movie. Is is the poor made movie? Yeah. I almost want to say that she was going to Terror Train filming and then going to Prom Night and being like, guys, uh, this movie sucks. <laughs> Here's what we're doing on Terror Train if we want to just roll with that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, Terror Train was cool. I, I don't know. I, again, it was so, the same thing. I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't like this. This isn't a great movie. And in the end, I was like, I enjoyed myself. During Terror Train it. had better production value, which made it a little bit more enjoyable yeah. during the watching. But again, Terror Train kind of dragged at some points. Mm-hmm. I oh, really yeah. liked. It was real boring. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I did really like the idea behind yep. Terror Train. Again, you know who the killer is right off the bat. Yeah. But, but much like Prom Night, it it's right. still giving you like false leads, and you're like. Mm. But then when it reveals it, you're like, I, I like in the back of your mind, you just knew the whole time. We need to find some more Canadian horror movies and just see if they all do this. Like <laughs> shitloads of red herring, bad red herrings. Yeah, I would love. It would be so funny. Uh, Terror Train, I'm shocked has not been remade. Because the concept is cool. Yeah, it is. Being like stuck on a train, like I don't know, it's just partying with your friends, a Halloween party on a train, going yeah. on a trip. It's it's Halloween, so everyone's wearing a mask. You're in a confined space. There's nowhere to run to. Tons of people, like David Copperfield, <laughs> some shitty magician that hates kids. But you know, it's David Copperfield, right? Was it? Yeah, it was actually him. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, there goes that budget. <laughs> Jamie Lee. That was before he was like big, like magician star. Star. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Jamie Lee again, great in this. She was movie. great in this movie. Yeah, really good. She was really kick ass at the end too. I really, yeah, she was. I really liked the way she she brought it in that. Um, both movies so similar, and well, they're not great. I really enjoyed them. Can we talk about that scene where he has that big stupid green mask on? And he's like, <laughs> he's like fondling the girl with a dead hand. With a dead hand, he leaves it on her breast. There's so many. Things <laughs> he keeps cutting to that big stupid green face. <laughs> it's not scary at all. Well, it's it's funny because like the eyes on that mask, it, they look almost like his eye, his human eyes are really wide. But I think they were painted on eyes to the mask, right? <laughs> they looked like he just had these giant eyeballs. It was so weird. If please watch this movie just for that scene. It's so silly. Yeah, it's so it's silly. Silly's the only word I can use for it. Uh, we follow this up with our final movie from Jamie Lee in the horror genre. Can you believe like she we we these are all horror like this is her horror yeah. catalog. Road Games, nineteen. Road Games. Australian I did not watch flick. it. Uh, apparently it's under a category called Ozploitation. Did not know that Didn't existed. Didn't know it existed. It's uh Quentin Tarantino's favorite Ozploitation movie of course he has which of one. course he has you know he's seen like 500 osploitation yeah, 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 yeah. i mean this is like top of the list <laughs> this movie <laughs> this is mad max osploitation uh i don't think so okay this was the this movie is extremely low budget and it had the biggest biggest budget for any movie in australia at the time <laughs> that it was released which was 1981 um <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is actually barely in this movie. Oh, yeah. She is. She had a weird role in the 80s. I mean, she did so well on Halloween. It's shocking that. I was trying to read up on her it. into these side roles, like in The Fog. Yeah. yeah I mean, in she, Rogue Games she's 81, just, it's a full year later. She's just trying to get her name out there. I guess the director was trying to get this movie made, and he was like, 
I think he worked on. I, mean, I want to say, don't quote me on this. I, I think I read the fog though. He worked on okay. like on a, like production th- side of things, and mm-hmm. he was like, I really want to get Jamie Lee as like a part in my my ro- movie I'm working on. So she agreed to do it. That's cool. But uh, road games. <laughs> It looks like it was filmed with a potato. Um, <laughs> it is really low budget. It starts off with Stacy Keach talking to his dog for 15 minutes, and oh I was God. like, I don't know. Chills. I don't know why. I don't know if I can do this. And then, uh, pretty much when Jamie Lee shows up for whatever reason, she doesn't really do anything. It starts to pick up. It's about a serial killer. Stacy Keach is a trucker. There's a serial killer abducting women, burying the bodies on the, in the vast outlands of Australia. Stacey, so scary, actually, Stacey when you think about Keech, it. you know, sees him around. And yeah, he, yeah. Like, in the distance, he sees him digging something, so he takes up binoculars. Oh he God. sees it. Jamie Lee is a hitchhiker running away from her parents. Stacey Keach picks her up. Are these people doing fake Australian accents or no? Nope. Okay. Nope. Um Stacey Keach picks her up, and it's kind of like a cat and mouse game. He kind of uses Jamie Lee to help lure the serial killer. They go on the hunt. Jamie Lee gets abducted. Stacey Keach tries to find her. Stacey Keach almost gets framed, and then story comes full circle. Jamie Lee's back. Everything's good. The day is safe. Oh, and it's not even a dog that Stacey Keach is talking to. It's a fucking dingo. (laughs) That's ridiculous, because the dingo is a wild dog. It's a dingo. And it would probably tear his face off while he was driving, <laughs> eventually. He's just sitting hungry. in the back, yeah. And he's, and he's yelling at people about it being a dingo because they keep I calling hope, it a dog. I hope somebody from Australia is like, hey, assholes, I own three dingoes. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. They're beautiful, majestic beasts. But like I said, when Jamie Lee shows up, uh, she has that like, magic, magic touch because does. I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty sweet. It reminded me of American Grindhouse films. Even though it was low budget and even though Daisy Keach... Should not be the lead no, ever, but never, uh, he actually, ever. he did a good job. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things I wanted to talk about. We we watched a lot of movies here. You had Prom Night, Road Games, Terror Train that were not great by any means, yet we liked them. Yeah. Is it Jamie Lee? Is Jamie Lee the magic touch? Is the glue that holds it together. What would Halloween be without her? What do you think? Do you think Halloween is the same movie without her? I don't. I don't think not so at all. either. I, it's, hard to th- it's hard to say that it would be terrible because john carpenter was behind it yeah. but it might it i think it's a different movie she was so believable she was an all-american teenage perfect girl high school girl she plays that in every movie too and it's great yeah I, you can't even i can't even be like whoa she played just all-american girl in every movie she was you, amazing you at said it. it earlier the friday the 13th movies they just make them you know slutty girls who get naked want to fuck want to party do drugs that's why you care more about Jamie Lee's character yeah. because it's not just like an exploitation of women. She's an actual normal human being. And a badass. And a badass. On top of it. Who's okay with defending herself and defending her friends. And that's why I kind of liked about Terror Train because, you know, she just pulls an innocent prank, which she thinks is innocent, but it affects this dude's life. Yep. And you, like, you know, she feels guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She's the only one yeah. that feels guilty about <laughs> yeah. it. Everyone else seems to not give two shits about making this kid, ruining this kid's life forever. <laughs> Let's talk about. Her most attractive role. Well, I named like all of them except for road games, which you didn't see, and uh, you you told me none of them were the ones that you didn't name. Prom night. But there's no way that you believe that. So she is so sexy dancing around disco dancing. (laughs) Joe, Uh. Joe, I saw that scene. I immediately posted online. (laughs) 
and told everyone to go fuck themselves if they didn't think <laughs> Jamie Lee was the hottest ever. Dude, she's she's a babe dancing like that. I, uh, dancing on air. It was like watching an angel dance in the clouds. <laughs> oh, Jamie Lee. And this is why I'm good. She's going to choose me as her Valentine. <laughs> I assure you. She's such a babe in those. She's such a babe in prom night. I, I think she. I actually think besides Resurrection and H2O, uh, I'm prom going, night is her worst. I, if I could reach you right now, I would punch you. You can. <laughs> Sitting right next to me. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. She's badass in all of those and equally and, and attractive in their own rights. I just think prom night she brought she brought she brought a lot of fire. Huh? She brought a lot of sass. She was really man, her dress. Oh boy. She was she was a babe in prom night. I, I just don't agree. It goes to Terror Train for me. Bah Halloween. I thought Halloween and Terror Train are her two best. Terror Train and Halloween, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would probably put Terror Train over Halloween. You're right. I kind of feel that way. I don't know why. I think her hair, I think she's a little mature looking. I don't know. <laughs> you know, though, I'm thinking about prom night now. <laughs> I do remember watching Terror Train after prom night and being like, oh, they could afford makeup in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I, I do remember They did have that. a better uh, makeup I, I than vividly, uh, hair and all that. Yeah, I vividly remember being like, oh, yeah, she looks so much better. <laughs> but she just brought it on the dance floor. That was that was my biggest thing. She really, she was she was all, she was hot on the dance floor. That's, that's it for Jamie Lee. We're still waiting for her. Hopefully she shows up tonight. Hey, in the meantime... We've got some. We asked you guys to send us your horror yes, movie Valentine. Yes, yes. Joe hasn't heard any of these. I'll, I'm going to do these. We were kind of running out of time here, so I'll, I'll do some of my favorite ones. Um, Joe hasn't heard these yet, though, so I'm pretty pumped. We were so excited that any of you guys submitted it's these. Awesome. Thank we got you guys. such a great return on these. Uh, one is definitely my number one, though. But um, here, are, here are a lot of the ones I liked. Uh, these are all Tumblr users, by the way. Um, so you can find them on Tumblr. And I'm going to post them on our Tumblr, ihatehorror.tumblr.com. You'll find their names there. I'll list them out for you. I think there's a way to, for me to create a page. Maybe I'll create a page for them. <laughs> it's, if I can figure out. Dude, you have a kid and technology goes out the window. I'm on Tumblr and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's that ask me anything thing. Yeah. And so I would ask people a question and they would send one back. And like one person submitted one to me and I replied and it deleted the message. And I was like, I can't see what they wrote to me now. And I had to have them resend it to me. Uh, it was so embarrassing. I was such an old man. Uh, so the ratchet master, he, he or she said Heather Langenkamp. Yep. My nice. dear. Good choice. Great choice. She played Nancy in Friday the 13th. Negative. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, what? It, oh, Friday is Friday the 13th. <laughs> I said the right name. Okay, my bad. I'm going to edit that. He played, <laughs> she played uh, Nancy in Friday the 13th. <clears throat> uh, next one, the evil Dana. She says it is a tie between Bruce Campbell hmm. and Catherine Isabel, who plays the lead in uh, Ginger, Ginger Snaps. Snaps. Good I like, yeah, I like that. Uh, a girl sending in a, uh, a male... And a female, yeah. right? I was cool with that also. Bruce Campbell, good choice. It is, Solid it choice. is. Uh, following that up, we have Camaro Femme, 
who said Bridget from Ginger Snaps, of course. Okay. So, and I think that's the same character. A lot of uh, Ginger Snaps love. There is. There is. I, I Yeah. Oh, this was one of my favorites. And this is from a user named uh, Horror Harbor. She's awesome. She's been reblogging the crap out of us and really helping us out here. She's, she's been great. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I know. She's, she's awesome. She said, and this might be one of my favorites, <laughs> Ida Smith from Motel Hell, because she's, <laughs> she's, she's a real classy, sassy broad. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Give Ida I, some love. Yeah. She may be a little bit country, but hey, what the hell? What a great choice. Sleeper, sleeper pick of the year. 100%. 100%. I love that one. Uh, <laughs> um, camp counselor frying pan who we've actually talked about before awesome name uh, she says probably predictable I, I really like this one actually I'm going to go with this other one first actually hang on uh, Tumblr user do not sit next to Dennis says hi guys I don't have any horror character I would choose as a valentine although my favorite love story couples from horror movies are from horror movies. Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Do not sit next to this. I just butchered this. Hi guys. I do not have any horror character. I would choose as a Valentine. Although my favorite love story couples from are from horror movies. Number one is Eric Draven and Shelly from the crow, which shows true love going beyond death. It does. I'm cool. I like that. Number two, this one blew my mind. I love this. I love horror fans. They're so cool. Like, this is so random. Number two is Clara and Coldo from Record 3 Genesis. <laughs> Amazing. I love horror fans. Yes. Like, that is. You, ta- you, read, you read the first one, and it's The Crow, and it's a classic, and you're like, okay. I, I, see. You, I don't want to say you're not a horror fan, but you're maybe more of the mainstream. And then you say Record 3 Genesis. It's amazing. Like, uh, so he says, uh, record three, uh, Genesis Coldo is willing to do anything to save the love of his life, including maiming her and letting himself get infected when that fails because he can't live without the love of his life. Yeah. I like how he's explaining him too. I know. So, so good. I, I loved that. I loved that, uh, post. So thank you. Do not sit next to Dennis. I poor Dennis though. Telling people not yeah, to sit next to him. Hey, what's up with Dennis? Yeah, what is wrong with you? Uh, no, you're great. You'll have to look up the spelling of his name because he has like a hyphen in between every word. Okay. Do hyphen, not sit hyphen. Uh, so find him on our page. I'll, I'll link to you guys to him. Camp Counselor Frying Pan. He's written us before. I liked his though. Nice, good explanation. It, it was nice. Uh, Probably predictable, but if I had to pick one... By the way, not predictable at all. (laughs) That's why I love the best about this. Probably predictable, but if I had to pick one horror valentine, it'd be Robert England. (laughs) I've had a crush on him. (laughs) I've had a crush on him since I was nine. My family had the first episode of Nightmare Cafe taped off of TV. Yes. Yeah, and I was just enamored with him on that. And I refused to believe my brother when he told me that guy's Freddy Krueger. Ha. I'm sadly no longer caught up, but there was a time when I had seen every movie he'd been in. It was really hard to track some of them down. Thanks for asking. 
Hope this is good enough. That, that was awesome. Camp Counselor Frying Pan, of course that's good enough. That was amazing. <laughs> it's totally not predictable, though. <laughs> Having last, a crush on Robert Ingram. The last thing I would, and, and this is a female, too. This is a, this is a, this is a woman. I would never imagine anyone picking Robert England as a Valentine. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I never in my, given the choice, least predictable. What about Paper Brigade, Robert England? Mm, no, <laughs> no. But guys, just re- just watch the documentary on the Friday the Thirteenth series, or why do I keep saying Nightmare on Elm Street series on Netflix? I forget what it's called. It's about six hours long, and Robert England just sucks his own D the entire time <laughs> about basically how amazing of an actor he was. Even in the worst of those movies, he's like, I thought the character, I made some really good character choices. Robert, take it easy. You're Freddy Krueger. You, know you just screamed like, shut up, bitch, <laughs> and killed him. <laughs> That was, Although, a, that was a wonderful choice. I, I love that. No, that was an awesome choice. No, I really do. I, I, I pick. I, it might sound like we're picking on it, but I, I thought that was a really, really well, well written too. And who doesn't love Robert England? I, I'll say I hate him as much as I want, but <laughs> in the end, if you give me a Robert England movie, I'm going to watch yeah, the shit out of yeah. it. Um, the last one before time runs out here. Tumblr user Mr. Creeps. This votes as my favorite because he wrote a poem. Although I really like Camp Counselor Frying Pan, that was a nice, that was a nice story. But I like the I like the I like all of them actually. But, I, no, uh, I like them all too. I like the Rec Three and the Crow. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're all good. It's uh, hard damn it, pick a favorite. So, but this guy wrote a poem which I've seen. V H. This is about VHS. Uh, his vote for Valentine is the spooky, spooky demon woman from VHS. I've seen VHS, but I was like, what is he talking about here? I read this poem, still didn't know, looked it up, basically shit my pants because it was so good. I just loved that he thought about this enough to to think about this character and to write this poem. Roses are red, violets are blue, your friends were dicks, but I like you. (laughs) And if you haven't seen VHS, please watch it and you'll be like, that's so good. Like, that's creative to think about that i loved that one i love that he sent that in to us and took the time to write i i thank everyone for taking the time to write those for us yeah even if they were short we we really appreciate it it was so awesome ida smith fuck yeah ida smith from hotel hell yeah fuck (laughs) that's so amazing Guys, yeah, I think that's awesome. Actually, uh, we we got to do more things like this. Yeah, I, I we want you guys more write-ins. I don't even care what you tell us. Oh, don't don't pick on us. <laughs> I don't take well to criticism, so be nice about it. But you can uh, send it to me on Twitter. Just don't don't post yeah. it on Tumblr. Speaking of Twitter, end of the show. You know what that means. We want to thank Harley Poe for allowing us to use his song. On our show, you can. The song is called uh, "Gorehound" off the album "Pagan Holiday." You can find him at harleypoe.com, and you can find the rest of his links on our website, ihatehorror.com. You can find me on Twitter. New Twitter handle is uh, at ihatehorrorshow. Uh, you find me at jovi421. You can find us on Tumblr at ihatehorror.tumblr.com, and you can find us at our official website, ihatehorror.com. Guys, the biggest thing you can do for us is rate review and subscribe on itunes and really just tell your friends the the reviews help us get up there and maybe by halloween when itunes does that stupid spooky podcasts to listen to we can get on there but really that stuff doesn't matter we just want people listening so if you have a friend that 
likes horror movies and just you want to jump start or you want to just get jump started back in horror movies i feel like this is a great spot we're going to give you some great stuff to watch uh great ideas to watch just tune in tell your friends and we appreciate every one of you for mailing in those valentines and just for listening in general yes guys thank you so much we'll see you soon thank you adios Before we sign off, what was that dude's name that had the VHS uh, Valentine? Um, do not no VHS. Uh, Mr. Creeps. Mr. Creeps. You got to be careful of the sucky business, man. The sucky buy. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you want the, one of those as a Valentine. Because that bitch is scary <laughs> as a fuck. <laughs>